Good morning, my friends. <laughs> my name's Lauren and I am recovering from compulsive overeating and restricting. And uh, I'll throw uh, body dysmorphia. I'll, I'll throw in some other things in there just uh, that, are, that are I'm recovering from in this disease, this particular disease, um, body obsession, body dysmorphia, um, preoccupation with food, um, the urge to diet, um, I would say probably obsession with the way that I look, um, <clears throat> of course the compulsive, uh, compulsive overeating, um, yeah, so all of those things are, um, what I've experienced with, uh, this particular aspect of my disease. And, and really my disease is a spiritual disease, right? So my disease is not just compulsive overeating. It's a spiritual disease and compulsive overeating is one of the ways that I have acted out from a place of spiritual disease. So I'm also recovering from drug addiction and alcoholism. Um, I'm recovering from compulsive sexual and romantic behaviors, obsessions. Um, uh, yeah, so there's, there's a lot, a lot of stuff that a lot of ways that I've acted out. Um, <clears throat> so um, I'm really nervous. <laughs> um, so I guess that, you know, when I was thinking about sharing, I was like, okay, so you know, um, one of the first things that I was thinking about was like, you know, I, I came to my first meeting like over 40 years ago in 1982 when I was 16 years old. Um, so, you know, over these four decades, you know, um, how I've, you know, how I've been in OA and there were times that I did leave, um, you know, it's just interesting to, for me to, to see that like, you know, I'm not the same person that I was when I was a 16 year old that came in. I'm not the same person that I was when, you know, when I was 26 or 36 or 46, you know, so it's, it's like my recovery has just, you know, I've had all these different stages of my recovery stages of my life. And they've really, they've all been really different. Um, and I really kind of want to honor all of those different places of recovery and um and i want to honor the place that i'm in and um and i'm hoping to be able to share just sort of where where i'm at in my recovery today um you know i i believe that um i believe that i'm here in this world to work on my stuff you know my particular spiritual beliefs are you know, I do believe in reincarnation and I do, <clears throat> I do believe that I am a spirit that is evolving and that, um, that there's a lot of work that I need to do and that it's, um, that it's, doesn't feel like it a lot of the time, but it's like a gift and it's an opportunity for me to be here to do this work. So, um, <clears throat> okay, so. I'll just share a little bit about um, how I how I got here. Um, I think um, <clears throat> my dad was an alcoholic, 
And uh, my mother was, uh, I would say, a sex and love addict who was in an extramarital relationship, um, was not home a lot. Um, she was very focused outside of the home. <clears throat> I was never, uh, she was never really uh, maternal. Um, I don't feel like I ever really had a good bond with my mother. So there was not really, um, there was not really a, any place for me to go for soothing as a child. I was, I was, a, I think I was a pretty lonely child and I was a really, I, I am, I was, and I am like a really sensitive person. It was a really sensitive child. And, um, and uh, so I think as a child, you know, I just kind of, I think I dissociated a lot as a way of dealing. Like, I don't remember most of my childhood. Um, <clears throat> and um, I do remember getting excited about food. I don't remember, I do remember like kind of having some out of control eating like at holidays and stuff like that. But I can't really trace my addiction specifically to into my childhood. But um, uh, you know, so these patterns that my parents had were also patterns that their parents had. I mean, it's kind of uncanny, actually, that my mother's mother was having an extramarital relationship, and my father's father was also an alcoholic, right? And so, um, <clears throat> uh, so I guess there just wasn't a lot of attention, there wasn't a lot of soothing, and I think that was a place for me to, you know, by the time that I was an adolescent, I was really not feeling good about myself. Um, I was depressed and, um, and I had a pretty low self-esteem and, um, you know, I mean, on the brighter side, I, I don't want to paint a morbid picture. Like I was also kind of like a, you know, I let, I love to laugh. I was a little bit of a class clown, you know, um, and I, I had some good friends, you know, I was a, a good person. I've always been a good person. <laughs> with with good intentions, you know. Um, but I was I was depressed and I was struggling and, and I was starting to really abuse food and um dieting as a as an adolescent. And so um and I was you know yo-yoing. So I would just be gaining a few pounds and losing a few pounds. And for me, um it was never, you know, I never got really heavy. Um <clears throat> And of course, I was always preoccupied with uh, that I needed to look good. And then as an adolescent, also with my like this really intense need for love and need for attention, like I was kind of obsessed with finding a boyfriend. I was just obsessed with boys. And of course, you know, that carried into my adulthood, like being, you know, preoccupied with, you know, looking good and um, attracting people even people that I wasn't even going to get involved with. It's just like, I know if I knew that I was attracting someone, I was kind of getting like, I was filling up the emptiness that I had. It was one of the ways that I would fill up the emptiness and eating was one of the ways that I would fill up the emptiness or, you know, if I could diet and I could lose weight and I could feel good about myself and be all high on like how good I looked, you know, that was a way of filling up the emptiness. Um, so, um, you know, essentially what happened was I, um, 
you know, I had gone on this diet, this thing called the Scarsdale diet. And I guess this was like, this was probably around 1980 or 1981. And I had lost 25 pounds in one month. And, um, and then I went to work in a restaurant uh, for my summer job. And I was working in the dessert section and sugar, you know, desserts were, I would say my primary um, drug of choice with food. And, um, you know, anything that was broken or imperfect, we couldn't serve it and we got to eat it. And so we used to break stuff. And, uh, and I um, was gaining weight like really rapidly. And I was, I was literally like busting out of my clothes, you know, in this, you know, in front of my friends, in front of my, you know, it was this very like, I, I was just aware of like, everybody can see this happening and I can't stop this from happening. Like it was this excruciating, I mean, and this is for a person who, who is preoccupied with controlling food. So for a person that's like bulimic minded like me to, to lose control like that, it just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like, uh, like it was, I was like, really like, oh my God, like it, it was, it, it just really shook me to my core that I could lose control to that extent, even in the face of like this humiliation and just like busting out of my clothes in front of everybody. And, um, and so I, um, I think I, um, uh, somebody at school was in OA and I, um, checked out an OA meeting and, um, I don't know, it's very foggy to me. But I remember the prayer we were saying, the, uh, the Our Father, holding hands at the end. And I was an atheist at the time. And I was like, okay, well, I guess that's not going to work for me. <laughs> and then I, I went back out again, you know. And, um, you know, I think I went to that meeting before I did the 25-pound the weight gain. That's, that's and, 10. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So any, anyway, I... Um, Okay, I went to the meeting, then I had that whole 25 pound experience. And then I was I was desperate at that point. And I was also seeing a number on the scale that I had never seen before. So I used to weigh myself every day, at least once a day. You know, I don't own a scale today, thank God. Um, so, uh, so I was finally, I was, I saw a number on the scale and I was scared shitless and, um, that was a good place for me to be. I got scared into recovery. And I have to say that, you know, is one of the things that keeps me coming back is that, um, like, I often think about my disease, like that, you know, that first compulsive bite, you know, is like, it's like I'm in a storm shelter, right? And there's a tornado outside. And do I think that I can just open the door just a little bit, you know, and it's like, see, with my addictions, I never know if I can open it just a little bit or if the door is just going to get ripped off and, and God knows where I'm going to be, right? Because I've been to the different places with different addictions. Like I've hit all these different kinds of bottoms in my life, even after coming into OA and, and doing a lot of step work and, you know, like, um, 
it hasn't been just this, you know, this smooth upward trajectory in my life. And, and it's funny because I always expect that it's going to be, even now I think like, oh, you know, I'm doing really well. And, you know, I'm going to be able to chill because maybe I'm on that upward trajectory now. And then like, boom, like, you know, I'll just hit like a bump. And, you know, I once heard it said that like, um, you know, uh, you know, when we hit the bumps in the road, the bumps, like the bumps are the path, you know? And I really liked that because I often think that, like I, I often have these ideas about life and about, you know, what my walk through life is gonna look like. And, um, and, and it's always so surprising. So, so I'll just try to wrap this up. Like, um, I, you know, I was very willing because I was so scared when I came into the program. And, you know, at the time, you know, there were like all these pamphlets with the, basically the diets, the food plans on them. So of course I got on like, you know, gray sheet and that was definitely comfortable for me because that was just like a diet, you know, and I lost my weight. And so in some ways, you know, the first years of my abstinence was very similar to a diet, you know, but I was, you know, I got a sponsor and I was, you know, um, really working the steps and working the tools. And I really, you know, thank God I got a really good a foundation in the program, really based in the AA literature. And I still, you know, a lot of that AA literature has just been kind of assimilated into my being, like, um, uh, I love the AA literature and I, I really want to get back into studying it. Um, so um, uh, where am I at time-wise? Anybody know? <laughs> um, a minute and a half. A minute and a half? No, before five minutes. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. All right. Um, Okay, I am really not sure where to go at this point. Um, well, okay, when I came in, I did I did a lot of reading and writing assignments, and it was really part of how I really got to work this program. Um, I also did these things; they were called A walls back then, and they were closed study groups where we were reading and working our way through the steps together. All those things were really, really, really important for me to really get this program and to really get the steps. And so now, like, I don't really read literature anymore. Like, the steps are kind of like things that I'm just kind of always working with, you know. And, um, you know, this program is essentially like trust God, clean house, and help others, right? And so... Um, the way that I, the way that I work on those things, it's really hard for me to trust God. Um, and a lot of times, you know, I don't know what God is. I mean, these days, like, I, you know, I actually remarkably became part of a, of an organized religion. That's uh, five minutes. Thanks. <clears throat> Which I never, I mean, like I said, like I was an atheist when I got here. And I used to kind of like, you know, bristle at the word God and like, oh my gosh, are we still saying he? And 
you know, and now I can even handle he, you know, like he and him, you know. Um, <clears throat> uh, I mean, for me, God is really an it, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, but, but I do, you know, I kind of work with a, with a concept of, of God that is like that, um, you know, the way that I understand it and the way that I, I understand that there's like, kind of like these two, and I've shared this here before, there's two radio stations broadcasting at any, any moment, right? And one of them is kind of my higher power. And one of them is the lower power, you know, my disease, or, you know, uh, for me, it's like, you know, it could be positive, positive, higher power connected things and thinking and ideas. And then there's like, there's like my defects of character, essentially, you know, I'm really subject to fear. Fear has always, you know, resentment has, I mean, for a lot of addicts, resentment a lot of alcoholics, they talk about it a lot in the AA literature. They talk about anger, 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 right? For me, it's like, it's fear, fear, fear. It's like anxiety, anxiety. You know, I can't stand this anxiety. Like, you know, um, and you know, like I do, I do have like certain like diagnosed things. Like I've been diagnosed with depression and I have, you know, ADHD and, um, and I have a lot of anxiety, you know, and today, thanks to God, I'm not medicated for those things. And that's working for me today, but it's hard. Um, it's really hard. Um, there were times in my life where I was literally taking a fistful of pharmaceuticals every day. Um, I was, you know, I was abusing drugs, but I was also just heavily medicated with pharmaceuticals. And um, so that's something that I've worked with for myself, just just cleaning up, you know, um, cleaning up. And um, so I, I guess just so, I, you know, I got to wrap this up. So I guess I just want to say, like, so what I work on today it's like I work on like sometimes, okay, one of my defects is like my vanity and my like, you know, if I see somebody that looks really beautiful and like thin or something like that, you know, I might get into something like, um, like, oh, I might want to tear that person down in my mind so that I can feel better or, you know, so I have to, I have to work on just loving myself. You know, so that's one of the things that I'm working on is like loving myself. Um, somebody cut me off like when I was driving the other day and I was like, kind of like, okay, you know, just breathe. Right. Because there's this thing about like this, you know, that inferior force that like disease stuff is like, okay, everybody else has it. It's like everybody else, you know, somebody might want to tr try to pass their anger to me and then Am I going to take that anger and then pass it to somebody else? Or am I going to kind of basically take it to my higher power and be able to neutralize this, right? So this is like one of the ways that I'm kind of what my spiritual work is today, how I'm cleaning my house is that um, I'm not like, I need to not act out 
my like I need to not act out in my defects of character. And so and 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 in the 12th step basically is like, you know, um I, I have compassion for that person. And I, you know, I looked at them when they were driving by and I, and I, I thought it was a guy because it was like, oh man, like, you know, somebody is driving that aggressively, you know, uh, I, I, you know, my own prejudice is like, it's a guy. And I was like, it was a young woman. And I was like, oh, wow, it's a sister. It's a young sister. And, and I was like, oh, wow. Like, you know, God help her. You know, God help her that she's got to do that today. And, you know, may I not be in a place where I have to do that? You know, um, so, Lori, are you trying to flag me? Uh, uh, yeah, right now. <laughs> okay. I wasn't, that's it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to, I'll yeah. just wrap up another thing. So, so, I mean, I, yeah, I guess, I, yeah, I wanted to share with you guys, like, kind of what I'm working on today, you know, and so I'm going to wrap this up and just say that, like, you know, I'm working on, like, you know, having more acceptance of myself and, like, what emerges for me, so that, like, instead of freaking out when I have a feeling or a thought, I'm trying to, like, cultivate a, a attitude of, like, curiosity, or instead of, like, you know, like somebody says something politically that I'm like diametrically opposed to, or like, instead of like going into my judgment and getting in all into my mm, thing, you know, I'm trying to like, you know, I'm just trying to like love the person and I'm trying to just not be in this polarized kind of energy. I'm really trying to be peace. Right. And this is part, this is my spiritual work today so that I'm not waging war with myself right? I can have acceptance of myself and even of my defects and where I'm at and working with them and accepting where other people are with their defects, whether they're working on them or not, you know, and that in this way, you know, this is my 12 step work, you know? So thank you guys for listening. And, you know, as far as a topic, you know, I just, I would love to hear what you guys are working on at this point in your recovery. So thank you so much for listening and thank you for being my brothers and sisters in my recovery here every week. I really appreciate your sharing and your presence in my recovery. Thank you.